Aussies in action. Well, we've talked about the gold rush in Tokyo for Aussie athletes. It continued yesterday, a historic day at the Games for us. And if you listen to our chat with sailing gold medalist Tessa Parkinson last week, you might remember she spoke about Aussie Matt Wern being one to watch. She was right. She was indeed. Fantastic result for him and for sailing. And uh, unusual feeling for him, I'm sure, going into that final day of competition, knowing that essentially, unless his boat capsized, he was going to be a gold medalist. So a huge congratulations to him. Uh, outstanding performance. Other news floating around, Aussie water polo captain Aaron Younger, who we spoke to ahead of the Games, has just announced the birth of his daughter, Amelia and Younger with his wife Anna. Anna. So um, Better than a gold medal. Absolutely. That's uh, terrific. I wonder, I presume he's still over in Tokyo, so he misses the birth of his <laughs> well, oh dearie me, that's unusual for athletes to do that, isn't it? In, but the, in this day and age it really is, isn't it? Sal, you're the, you're the female in this uh, trifecta. What do you think about that? Well, I didn't miss any of my births <laughs> funnily enough. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. For female athletes, it's not much of a choice. <laughs> no, we probably went the wrong way with that one, Penny, but uh, let's get back in our own line. <laughs> yeah, Australia, unfortunately the water polo for the men's lost to Spain 16-5, uh, while the Australian women, though, smashed South Africa 14-1. And what about Peter Boll? Now, the first Aussie, and we're going to claim as a West Australian, by the <laughs> way, to make the 800 metre final since 1968. There's some magnificent footage floating around of the semi-final when he was cruising, and then his family and friends watching from home, and then they posted to Instagram some vision of themselves watching the race. Let's just say... They were pretty excited. Let's have a listen to it. And that's just, that's just his family as he got on the starting blocks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So imagine what happened in the aftermath. But that's a, a remarkable story with, uh, with Peter and his background and the adversity he's had to come through to find himself. And Bruce McAvaney has come out and said, can win gold. Now, Bruce yeah, isn't, a red hot chance. Bruce isn't someone just to throw out those types of claims without some substance. So, uh, Peter Boll, we're thinking of you and hopefully, hopefully we hear more screaming from your family in the next day or two. Yeah, and speaking of athletics, did you watch the 10,000 metres? And doesn't uh, Pat Tiernan just embody the Aussie and Olympic spirit? Do you see that, Sal? Uh, Pat was just struggling to get to the finish line. Uh, he... Fell to nothing, the ground, essentially. Had nothing tank. left in the tank. Uh, found a way to get to the end of... And we've seen that through Olympics over the journey. I mean, going back, I think it might have been in Los Angeles where a sprinter did his hamstring. Yeah. Dad came out, helped him over the last 100 metres. Really touching moment. And for Pat Tiernan, uh, no result for him. But I'll tell you what, what an extraordinary act of courage to get to the end, which I'm sure he'll look back on with some fondness. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about highlights of the Olympics, Logan Martin, Logan Martin in the uh, BMX freestyle, Unreal. Unreal. I didn't even know that sort of stuff was possible with a BMX. And I didn't know he had that many tattoos on him. You've seen the arms on him, just covered from arms. Full sleeves. Absolutely. He's got a, a fair bit of ink on there, but well done to him. Pretty exciting final, by the way, but he makes history, as you said, the first ever men's Olympic gold in BMX freestyle. Of course, when I was growing up, BMX was a bit of fun, but uh, now they're racing at the There's Olympics. He's medals to win. And so he, he won it on the basis of his first run, which was so strong. His second run, he could just come out for a bit of showtime and did the uh, the triple bike flip, not even holding onto it, seven metres up in the air. The, the bravery you have to attempt that. And having kids, you know, the, well, not little kids, but sort of middle-sized kids, and they're all over this, which is so fascinating, isn't it, for the purists of the Olympic Games, and you go, well, you know, rock climbing, BMXing, etc. But, wow, it's brought a new audience into the Games. Is there any sport that you think 
that he's in the games at the moment. Well, don't ask. Oh, just quick, just just quickly off the top of your head, give me one or two. And you're not putting anyone off because I think we've all got our our ideas of what maybe what sports shouldn't be there. Oh, my family is not going to be happy with me. But <laughs> golf. Yep. Mm. Tennis. Mm-hmm. Three on three basketball. Yeah, big on the three on three. I'm not sure why we need to go down that yeah. path. I'd even go so far as to say football. Even though I'm loving the Matildas journey and I'm right on them and I'm all over supporting all these athletes in it. But you asked me the question yep. and the reason why I say that is because the Olympic Games should be the epitome of any sport. So if there's other sporting competitions um, that are even more powerful than the Olympic ones... I'd probably push them out. So basketball goes as well then, really? Uh, do you know you what said you said three and three. So know, because I've got some very good and very big friends who would kill me no, if of I course, pulled and out and I understand that because if you're going to get basketball at the Olympics, well, I've uh, transgressed here a bit, but you need you, you can't have just amateurs playing basketball at the Olympics. You need to see... The uh, best of the best. The best of the best. Kevin Durant, uh, all the, the, LeBron. the guns. LeBron. Well, he's not there this time, of course, but all the big yeah, names. He should be. Yeah, but, that's but you, choice. Okay, well, do you know what's going to be an exhibition sport at the next Olympics? Tell me. Breakdancing. Have we jumped the shark if we're including breakdancing? Oh, I'm not buying I don't. No, I don't Is like it. it. <laughs> I don't no, like it. Not for me. Pass. No, no I'm not a supporter. Well, we want a tap dancing. Seriously, well, tap dancing? No. Well, well if you're going to have breakdancing, you want to have other types of dancing. Nine, I don't Having mind. said that, we've got to, in anything we do, we've got to keep growing, don't we? We've got to keep yeah. developing. And ha- seeing what BMX has done to younger people, good on them. So... Hopefully, I'll eat my words, and um, you know we're, we're good on you. The Olympic Games yeah, well, he's, is, is he's bringing to, all sorts of people. Yeah, I'm ready to live in the past. He's, he's to winning a gold medal in breakdancing <laughs> in Paris. Give it a spell, Benny. <laughs> and uh, Ash Barty, John Pierce taking bronze in the mixed doubles. Yeah, and uh, of course that's a, a terrific achievement. Ash didn't quite uh, get the results she wanted in the singles, and uh, not flash of Novak Djokovic the way he bowed out, and, <laughs> and then just just burned his doubles partner on the way through and said, "No, nah, can't be bothered." Um, by the way, Aussie Jess Hull through to the 1500 meter semi-finals. She finished second. But take a listen to the person who finished first, Sifan Hassan from the Netherlands. She tripped. She tripped. Yeah. Fell over in her heat. Uh, dropped metres behind her opponents. And then she powered back into the race, not only to just be competitive, she finished first. So that yeah, just shows you. or flight, isn't it? The Absolutely. true Olympian. Exactly. The <laughs> adrenaline must have been yep. pumping after that fall and she mm. just made the most of it. So let's take a look at where that leaves us on the medal tally. Australia climbed up to fourth, which is really incredible. Extraordinary. 14 goals. Talking about punching outside our weight, Sal. We go back to Melbourne as, as our standout Olympics, 56, and then Sydney, 2000. For an away Olympics, this is something that I'm not sure any of us saw coming. No, and well, good on you know, good on all the people who are involved in building systems and um, investing family and everything. But of course, it's spirit that's coming out now, and you know, we've started off the games very well, and we're just really elevating the the tempo and the the courage of all these Olympians. So good on the athletes. Yeah. So uh, China now has taken top spot with those twenty four gold medals, fourteen silver, thirteen bronze. The USA and Japan rounding out the top three, but we are sitting very nicely inside that top uh, five as it stands. And if we can just maybe keep the likes of Great Britain behind us, that will give us an even greater degree of satisfaction. There are some countries that you want to beat, don't you? And I'm I'm not a fan of medal counts because you're comparing oranges to apples. So I actually don't really care what one country does versus another. There's a bigger story here. But for Australia to really upkick its performance on top of what's happened over the last few Olympiads, that's that's really fantastic. And just going back to my sole days back in 1988, Australia only won three gold medals in total. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we're building as a country and well done.